Welcome to the Wing Chun Podcast, the Sifu's Stories, the place where the world's most renowned Sifus share their stories and insights. I am your host, Bogdan Roshu. We're here with uh, Sifu Wong from Si Wing Chun Combat System, Malaysia. Uh, Sifu Wong is also a corporate training and uh, a corporate trainer, and he has a very, very interesting approach to teaching Wing Chun. And I think um, this uh, interview will bring a lot of value to people who are currently teaching Wing Chun, and maybe uh, they want to have me to reach more people or just have like an extra source of income, so it's just easier to pay the bills, right? Sifu. Sifu Wong, can you please um, tell us a bit about you, how you started out with Wing Chun and martial arts? All right, sure. All right, good afternoon, everyone. All right, thanks, Sifu Bogdan, for the uh, chance for this interview here. So uh, what I would like to share about uh, my journey here is on, on how do I started and uh, what happened along the way until to what I have today. So in fact, what I have started before this, it was a, a Wing Chun that we call it as Yikin Wing Chun or they call it as a traditional Malaysian Wing Chun, which is whereby, of course, everyone, I mean, most of us, after watching the Yip Man movie, everyone gets so inspired from Wing Chun. So same goes to me after yeah. the movie too. So you go to Wing Chun, and, and apparently I was introduced by one of my students uh, last time, because like before I went to corporate training and before I trained Wing Chun, I am actually a guitar instructor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a musician before, so I teach guitar too. So a friend, one of the students, yeah. So he recommended, hey, you know, my my dad is learning Wing Chun. I said Wing Chun, as you as you mean, like in the movie Yi Man. He said, yeah, 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 yeah it, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So that is how do I started. I think that was back in like uh nine years ago, if you're not, not mistaken. I think it's like eight nine years ago. So I went there. There was this old guy in his house was sitting there. So I say, yeah, I would like to learn Wing Chun. It exactly looks like the older Yip Man movies, you know? So when Bruce Lee come and look for Yip Man and he would like to learn them. So, okay, so he say, why do you want to learn Wing Chun? I say, yeah, from the movie, I, I watch it. I think it's quite fascinating mm -hmm. and I would like to give it a try. He said, okay, fine. So you can learn, but make sure you don't go and fight. I right. said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I wouldn't go and fight. So that's how I started. So after a, uh, I think about three, four months, they have been learning there. Then I find out something is uh, uh, not according to what I expected. Really? Because like, yeah, that Yipin Wing Chun, it is a total different from whatever Wing Chun that I'm learning now today, which is the Yip Man style. So there, they don't talk about, uh, what you mentioned about center lines, they don't talk about theory, they don't talk about all the stuff. So all they have is the forms and very traditional forms and very long forms. It's so apparently, I, yeah. I personally never heard of uh, Malaysian Wing Chun. I think maybe yeah. maybe Sifu Sergio mentioned like Vietnamese Wing Chun or some stuff like that, but I never heard of Malaysian. Uh, no, they call it Yip Kin Wing Chun. Mm. Of course, uh, the name they call Yip, it is non-relation with Yip Man. Man. There's no relation. Yeah. So probably you can search on YouTube as well. There are some videos about they perform the forms. It is absolutely very, very long forms. And mm -hmm. the till down, if you ask me how the forms look like, I seriously, I don't remember that. <laughs> so the challenge is that with long forms, I do not know how to apply. So I one fine day, I asked the Sifu, okay, let's say, for example, there is this uh, dude come and attack me and stuff like that. So how should I use my forms to protect myself? He said, oh, okay, fine, that you will have to learn Qi Sao. 
Then to the extent of learning cheese, how you'll be able to know how to respond. I said, okay, fine. That was like, when can I learn cheese out? So he said, okay, you have did your first form in the first uh, six months. Then after that, you are going to learn the second form, tentatively, which is like double the length of the first form, which is another one year. Then okay. eventually after that, you need to learn weapon before you can learn Chisau. So all in all, if I counted, I think it takes me another two more years before I can learn Chisau. Wow. I said, okay, that is quite some time. <laughs> all right. So never mind. So I just continued that. Then one fine day, I witnessed their Chisau in my eyes. Because one of the seniors who stopped already, so went back and it was like kind of like asking the teacher to go out to have a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So teacher invited him, hey, come, let's do a short chisau session then. So I watched it in front of him. I was like, what? This is what the chisau that you mentioned? You know what? That chisau, it is not really chisau that we really did. Right. That chisau is actually a choreographed form that has been performed uh, in front of each other. So which means I already know what you're going to do. You already know what I'm going to do. So apparently when they touch hand, they call it Chisau. I say, okay. That is, that is so interesting. I mean, like if you go for a boxing class or a kickboxing class, well, you yeah. train like from the first days if somebody really tries to hit you hard, right? You don't learn have to wait two or three years to learn how to defend yourself. Exactly, exactly. So that was like three years. And I said, okay, fine, never mind, never mind. Then I, I figured out something was not right there. So the approach that he's trying to teach is whereby he's trying to teach the traditional way, whereby they emphasize on the forms, they emphasize on the accuracy and stuff like that. Right. So that is why on the very first day when I joined, he just said, you don't fight. So you just learn it as an art. I said, okay. <laughs> so exactly, I understand finally what he means by that. So subsequently after that, then I told him, okay, never mind. I think I'm going to stop because I would like to venture into something more practical. Right. So that is where I started to look for some other teachers and some other schools that would like to join. Then I ended up with a few schools in under Yipman lineage. Mm -hmm. One of them is under the Tao Chin lineage. Have you heard about Tao Chin? No. One of the Yipman students? Yeah. It's not very familiar. Tao Chin. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so one of the lineage there. Then subsequent that, I went to a Wong Sun Yong lineage as well mm -hmm. under Sifu David Peterson once. Then after Sifu David Peterson, then I stopped. Then I venture uh, into some other lineages. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason after I stopped from Sifu David is that I, I, I can't find any more teachers to teach me at a time okay. in Malaysia, particularly. So I have to ended up uh, looking for some other teachers in Hong Kong. So I ended up with a Jet One in Hong Kong that flew over there. And I learned from him under an intensive course of that. And I tell you, that course, it is like surprisingly uh, brutal or extreme, I can call it. Right. <laughs> Which I never experienced all those kind of things here in Malaysia. You know, those, those kind of, you have those uh, broken lips, you have those uh, swollen eyes, you have those uh, bruises here all over your body. Welcome to And fighting. I have that on the, on the first day. <laughs> That's on the first day. I almost can't walk on the second day when I was there. So it was like, wow, okay, fine. So it, it was a totally another different approach that I had there. So, but it's cool, it's cool. So I've had that and I bring back the syllabus back to Malaysia and I try to localize it to the Malaysian market and try to teach it. Then uh, one fine day after when I teach, I came across a uh, an older, an elderly person who said, hey, can I come and um, look at your class? I said, fine, you're, you're welcome to do so. So he came here and he sat in my class and after eventually the class, you know what he showed me? He was asking me, okay, now tell me where do you learn your Wing Chun from? So then I started to tell my grandmother's story then. 
<laughs> so eventually after that, he said, okay, that's uh, cool. Can you just show me your sealing tau form? I just show him the first four steps after we open our stance, the center line, the stuff yeah. like that. He said, okay, fine. Okay. So I have been, he said, I have been learning Wing Chun for almost 13 years. Okay. So 13 years then uh, out from so many schools. So he said, from that moment on, this is the Wing Chun that I learned. So he showed me from that moment on, you know what he did? He showed me for one and a half hour of the things that he did to his Wing Chun. So I was like, whoa, okay, this is like free class for me then. So you know what happened is that he, he showed me all those stuff that I thought I can only witness all those things in the olden Kung Fu Chinese movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know those those moves when they, the olden Chinese Kung Fu movie that they have those sound effects like push, 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 all those kind of stuff? Yeah. You know, those kind of stuff are actually real. So he showed it to me. I said, whoa, I thought these things, I can only watch it in a movie. He said, yes, that is uh, a real stuff. And that is my Wing Chun. I said, wow, that is really cool. So he said, okay, fine. Uh, if you really want to learn, uh, my advice to you is that, of course, you don't need to fly all the way to Hong Kong because of your expenses are very high. So you came over to our club here and I introduced my teacher to you and uh, we start from there. So that night I followed him. Then we go to the club there and he introduced his uh, teacher by the name of Master Yap, Yap Bo Hyung. So I'm not too sure whether you have heard about him. He is from the uh, Five Ancestors Feast, mm, okay. or they call it as Wu Zhu Xuan. Uh, that is a traditional Southern Shaolin Kung Fu. Okay. So I met him and, and he said, okay, if you really want to learn, uh, that's going to be good because it's going to complement whatever skills that you have in your Wing Chun and it's going to help you uh, develop whatever you have internally. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, that's cool, that's cool. So uh, I started that and I feel that the difference in uh, the growth rate right. in me, in my Wing Chun skill has escalated so fast that I don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I have already stopped learning Wing Chun. And that was like, I think about three years back. Right. So whatever I'm doing here, it, it kind of like helps me into my development of Wing Chun. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I, I can always use this uh, metaphorosis of learning whereby you have a car, like let's say, for example, a Ferrari. A very nice radish Ferrari with all the furnishings and everything, but that car would not be able to move if you don't fix the right ends to it. Mm -hmm. So it same goes to our skills as well. You have probably uh, the best skills that you have on your hands and moves and, and all the styles that you have. But of course, if you don't equip yourself with your right engines there, it just doesn't perform. So that is why we came out with this concept called SEED, S-E-E-D. So when I taught it as my club, I don't call it as my teacher's Wing Chun because I don't know who to use. And I don't call it as my Wing Chun because I don't own it. So that's why I teach it as a concept. And that is how do I apply that concept into the corporate world as well. So how is, uh, how is Seed Wing Chun different from um, your teacher's Wing Chun? And um, how, how is that an expression? Or what's, what's the concept behind Seed Wing Chun? All right, the seed actually stands for a few uh, wordings come from here. So S it stands for simplicity of approach. Must be accompanied by E, effectiveness of body mechanics, to create the E, efficiency of energy, for them to react dynamically. So now all our teaching will be uh, based on these four main concepts, or these four main core concepts, to call it. So whichever, I think that, yeah, Wing Chun being a base, which is cool, but I think it needs to be complemented with some other elements to make it even better. Like what? So there's always uh, like your internal development. For example, there I'm talking about 
let's say, a simplicity of approach. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say uh, you've been attacked by someone there, so you don't ask the enemy or the opponents there, hey, okay, come, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, let me just uh, open up my stance and let me just get prepared <laughs> before I can defend myself. Let me show you my so, form, my one and a half hour long form. Uh, yeah, 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 let me show you my one and a half hour form before you can attack me. <laughs> so it just doesn't make sense, right? So uh, a fist is a fist, a kick is a kick. It has to be simply, simple, simple enough. But somehow, rather, our, our hands are not conditioned to do so sometimes if you don't have your right engine for them to react dynamically. So that is why we talk about simplicity of approach. But somehow, rather, our body mechanics also plays a very important role. So how to actually uh, utilize a certain group of muscles and parts of our bodies and tendons in order for them to react that way, in a simplicity way. So for example, now, if you are standing straight and you are doing nothing here, so I am trying to uh, use my right leg shin muscles, only that group of muscles, without pointing at them, without moving any part of our body, and how are we going to control them? So many of us will find some difficulties in doing that and controlling a certain group of parts of muscles in our body there. Mm-hmm. So that is whereby we are not utilizing our body in the full uh, aspects. So I think with the approach of our internal development, it helps me a lot into uh, performing to a better uh, efficiency, Absolutely. I would say that. Absolutely. Well, we were discussing this subject, this uh, subject um, as well with uh, Sifu Nima King from Mindful Wing Chun. Ah. He was saying... Um, he was talking about the idea of going mentally to the muscle and just stretching the muscle out or relaxing the muscle out. And that's incredibly useful. For example, when you have like pain in your back or in your neck, you just go there and you just relax um, the area, right? And yep, yep, yep. I, I totally agree with what you're saying that the more you develop yourself internally, absolutely, you're going to see a, a totally different outcome externally and not just not just in your Wing Chun but definitely in your in your life in your career exactly exactly tell us a bit about your corporate uh, training journey and how you decided to um, combine Wing Chun with your corporate training all right I use Wing Chun uh, because it is easy for me to explain rather than I promote as a five ancestors so when you talk about Wing Chun they say oh yeah the movie Yiman, yeah I watched that before so that's cool <laughs> that's right. a very good entry for me so now from there, I said, uh, okay, now I've been doing corporate training for all as well. So I've been doing those leadership scores. I've been doing this uh, team building course for them. So I say, if you would like to see something uh, effective in those sessions, then you need to have a, a continuous sessions, which means like you can't just do a one-off start like that. So you need to have a continuous session from that. So how does continuous session comes into Wing Chun and how does Wing Chun comes into picture? I said, okay, now you see, our world out there is quite dangerous for us to stay. So how are we going to stay safe if we are not investing the skills into ourselves? This is, I always say that it is kind of like a personal investment onto ourselves whereby no one can rob you from there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So regardless of how rich you are, your people can still rob your property. People can still rob your car or your money for that. But the skills that you have here, it is for you. So that is why I use, again, the seed principle into the corporate training. So now I use Wing Chun as an activity in order for me to show the effectiveness of all the four learning concepts there just now. Like for example, we talked about a simplicity just now. So in the corporate world, if you are being a leader, your message to your subordinates, to your staff, that it has to be direct and simple enough so that they can follow what, whatever your visions or directions is. Mm-hmm. So it has to be simple. So now when we talk about the uh, effectiveness of the simplicity words here, so I use Wing Chun to demonstrate that. 
So now I say, let's say someone attacked me, so I don't, I don't kind of jump around. I don't ask them to wait. I don't, I don't perform the one and a half hour long forms in order for me to perform. It has to be simple. So now being a leader in a corporate, you has to be simple enough in order for you to get your message through. So that is how I relate the concept of seed into the corporate training by using Wing Chun as an activity or exercise to prove it. Very, very few people realize this. And um, to me, it was just like a coincidence because I was personally very passionate about leadership, personal development and uh, growing yourself and uh, yes. also martial arts. And what happened was that I noticed how well Wing Chun and uh, personal development go together. And this example of just going straight to the point without going around and around and just being direct and clear with the people around yeah. you, with what you want and what you don't want, we're we're you know we're talking about this idea very, very often in um, in our school. So I can definitely see the connection between the two. Um, yep. How do people react when uh, when they first come in contact with Wing Chun, with the philosophy of Wing Chun? What are the um, what are the results that you see in the people that you work with in uh, corporations after doing your team building? All right, I, I would say I have a few projects that I'm not only I do it for corporates, I do it for the school children as well. Mm. So there was one incident whereby I've been invited to give a speech to one of the schools. So I thought it was for the uh, those school children, which is very low self-esteem and they want to have some uh, motivations and stuff like that. So when I go there, eventually the teacher told me this. He said, no, 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 no. I have this group of students, about uh, 22 of them. He said, all this group of students here, others, uh, they call it so-called problematic students. Mm. Problematic students would mean like they have uh, came from a broken family background, they came to school, they don't have a focus in school, they have been dispelled from school, then they come back, they don't know what to do in school. Right. So I said, uh, okay, in that way, it has to be a counseling job there, but I, I, I'm not a counselor, I, I can do that. But why don't I do this? Let me just give it a try by using a Wing Chun into the uh, session. Then she said, um, no, 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 you, you, you can't use martial art. Because if you use martial art, they'll be like fighting with each other is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Just let me give it a try. So let's see how the result comes. You know what I do? On the first day when I go there and met the students, I showed up a two, a two minutes video clips from the Yip Man movie, the, the fighting scenes on the rooftop, yeah. on part two of Yip Man. So they watched it. I said, okay, and then I, I shot off the video, then I asked them the question. I said, what am I doing here today in front of you? I am going to teach you what you have watched just now in the video. Would you like to learn? <laughs> so eventually, because they are boys and they are so hyper, they say, wow, learning how to fight, that is cool. I want to learn that. I say, okay, cool. That is what I'm going to do, but with one condition. Okay? My condition is that I'm going to come here every week to teach you one thing, and then that's every one thing I'm going to relate that to a life study purpose. Okay? For example, today I'm going to teach you on how to stand on the stance. If you be able to stand, people won't push you so or so easily that you topple down so easily. So which means your foundations is there. You develop your foundations there. So now in life, your foundation today is in your school. If you don't do well at school, what do you think you can do outside from school? So eventually they kind of like get the ideas from there. But my another condition is that if any 22 students out of you guys commit any disciplinary action within one week, I'm going to stop the sessions. I'm not going to teach you anymore. So because I love it so much because they're so hyper, so they are going to wait, 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 wait until another week. So, oh, okay, fine. Then I'm going to learn new stuff today. So that's how it goes on. And that session is a very successful session that I have been doing for about six months time. And the results 
this is according to the teacher, even the attendance rate has improved on 98.8%. Wow. <laughs> All right. So that is why the teacher asked me to come back and teach them for another batch of schools, uh, the, the students there. Then she showed me, see, this is the bunch of students that you taught last year. And you see, they are very good now. I said, wow, I didn't expect that the results would be got such a good turnout. <laughs> that is one, that is one a classic example that I always give. I say, oh, okay, I, I didn't know that it works so well because I, I thought I would just like to uh, give it a try. I, I'm not too sure whether it, does, it works or not, yeah. but apparently it works. That it works for so the students. Cool. That is so inspirational. Yeah. And, you know, hearing that, it makes me even want, as, as you probably know, I'm, I'm on the journey of helping 1 million people through Wing Chun. And, um, you know, hearing, hearing that story, I was, I'm also I'm still not at peace with the idea of teaching uh, children, teaching Wing Chun, but I see it's coming at me from all sides right now, right? People asking me to teach uh, kids. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and absolutely, hearing this story is, is very inspirational to me. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it can be done, and it can be done for the uh, corporate world as well. So, like, my corporate sessions that I did there, it is, uh, what I call it is employee engagement program. Right. So, it's just like, rather you do a team building or one-off session, so now you meet every week to do something that you like. So, you have more common topics to talk about, you have a better bonds to talk about. Now, this is from the uh, HR personnel that told me, she said, after the sessions of a few sessions that I conducted them, they said the group of people that are attending my class of Wing Chun class there, they tend to talk more nowadays. They tend to have less quarrel nowadays. Mm. And they happen to have a more common uh, interest together. So I said, wow, that is good. That is good. Which means our intention has been achieved. That is so nice. That is so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, apart from doing it as a corporate trainer, so as for my students also, I, I train them in a way that you are not only learning Wing Chun here, but this is your investment to yourself, mm -hmm. whereby the values that you create in the sessions, no one can rob it from you. And that is what we try to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Sifu Wong, what is your favorite Wing Chun related story that you can uh, share with us? Uh, Wing Chun related stories. Okay. I would say uh, in, in a point of view as a, a teacher, and also as a student myself, always stay hungry for knowledge. Because like, uh, take for my example, when I went to Hong Kong, I've been beaten up until I, I crawl out like a prawn on the floor. So, so with, with this kind of approach and also with a soft kind of approach and also with a very uh, educational type of approach as, as a student. And one of the reasons why I jump off from schools to schools is because I ask too much of questions. Mm. I asked too much of questions because I wanted to know and I yeah. want to learn. Yeah. So you don't tell me to do something that I don't understand. I, I need to make sure that I understand and you'll be able to explain to me in a kind of like a scientific way so that it makes sense to me. So it's just like, for example, on, on how do you stand on your uh, Yi Ji Kim Yong Ma on, on your stance. So I asked those questions that why you call it as Yi Ji, right. which is the character number two. Why do you call it as Kim Yong, which is the clipping the, the goat the size of a sheep? You know, why sheep, not cow, and not dog, not cat, and some other? You know, I asked all those questions. Well, I wanted to know. You know? <laughs> so, you know what the funny answers is given to me? Uh. So, she's, uh, this was one of the teachers, and he said, Oh, this is because last time when Yim Wing Chun, when she tried to uh, wash the goat that time, and she was using her knees to clip the goat, so that's how it ends up with Yi Ji Kim. I said, What? <laughs> that kind of answers? 
I said, come on, right? there has to be, it, it has to be something solid to support whatever you try to say. Yeah. It is not those, uh, you know, mythical uh, grandmother story that you try to give me. Wing Chun right. teaching you how to flip goats. Uh, the goat. <laughs> yes, that, that is why, that's why, that's why. So is this the, so, uh, is this the story that you wanted to, uh, to share? Like, I mean, like something that happened or something that you've experienced uh, since you've been training Wing Chun that you could share with us? Like a story that you keep, uh, you know, like one of your favorite stories. Okay, uh, one of my favorite stories, I, I like to use uh, my personal experience when I went to Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So, because like, one thing, the initiative of going to Hong Kong, it is, uh, of course, I can't really find any uh, more teachers for me to, to learn with. And that's how I ended up there. So I have ended up paying a big sum of money mm -hmm. for me to travel there and learn there at the intensive course there. But uh, I am a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. I'm a little bit disappointed with what I, I was uh, treated as a uh, items for you to instill fear on. Okay. Right. So you instill fear on because, like some of the teachers, as you understand, uh, you want to uh, look good in front of the students. Right. So you're trying to uh, beat them up to, <laughs> to to a certain extent, whereby you feel that oh, my teacher is so great, you know, he he can whack me up in that sense. Yeah. So. For me, as a, a corporate trainer, I, I see that it doesn't really work for me. So that is why it, it brings me to an attention whereby I can't use that kind of approach when I teach my students there. Mm. So with me, what do I do is that instead of instilling fear or instead of just pouring ideas without applications, what I do is that I develop them internally. So what I teach to each and every one of my students is going to be slightly different in terms of their ability to adapt and also their ability to learn. Mm -hmm. So I I have been constantly doing that, and that is why until today I have been constantly learning as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So for, for me, a, a story that I would like to share is that, and also I I, I would not say as a story. And from the examples that are given, so one motto that I hold very strong is even though uh, wherever I go, I will be constantly learning, and we have to always stay hungry for knowledge for and knowledge. new knowledge to improve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I also, you know, I used to be as well like that, you know, just showing, um, um, sometimes hitting my students and I'll, I'll admit it, you know, but not, not very hard to like in front of anyone just, just to, you know, keep the bullshit status of some <laughs> stuff. And to be honest, I wasn't actually being myself, you know, and what I noticed, at least in my school, it works a lot better when you are being respectful to the people that you're training because they're also people and um you're showing that you can also be hit right yep that exactly, you're not some exactly. kind of invincible uh superhero yeah. nobody nobody believes it and you, that you exactly. actually care about them right that you don't care more about showing off than uh exactly. actually caring about the people around you right so exactly exactly yeah, yeah. I when when I actually had like this aha moment, like I changed. I could also be a lot more relaxed in my school. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Um, you you kind of asked you kind of answered also my last question, which would be like, what advice would you give? I I found a lot of value in also in um always growing, continuing to to evolve, and asking a lot of questions. I think yeah, if yeah. um. If you could also give like one piece of advice to your students, what would that be? Um, persistency. Mm -hmm. Persistency. Right. You, you got to have 
consistency in your learning process. Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, it comes on with a lot of uh, other things to complement with consistency as well. Right. Because like um, <clears throat> at the very same time, yeah, for some students, they are very persistent in learning. But somehow rather, I think they are because of the desire of them is not so great yet. Mm -hmm. So we they don't have something to drive them in order for them to stay persistent. Mm -hmm. So that is why I think uh, some students, they tend to be uh, slightly lack of, some students, they tend to uh, quit, and some students, they don't see the value that they can create in themselves. Right. So that's why I would say persistency is one of the words that I would give to my students to learn and also create more values out from there. Absolutely. I think it's also yeah. it's a lot easier when people get like practical stuff that they feel that, you know, like we have the example Instead of waiting for two or three years to learn how to defend yourself when somebody's actually trying to punch you, <laughs> it would be useful to learn that in the first week, like in the first month. And uh, you, yeah. you're, le you, you, you're seeing the value of what you're doing and the, you understand that you're doing something. Um, yeah. Cool. In fact, one of my students, your brother I teach, he, he will actually get mocked one day when he was at school. Mm. When you walk to school, in, I think it's about like 6.30 in the morning when it's still dark. So when he don't actually got mugged, but he got hit by three uh, foreigners, foreign workers there. Mm -hmm. So the first one, he just came over and he just slammed a straight punch to his face and he fell down. Mm -hmm. So when he fell down, the, this guy, so he just lift him up on his shirt. You know what he did? Mm -hmm. He was just kind of like triggered something on his brain and he just start chain punching on the face. <laughs> They do two other guys of this acquaintance, they were like shot, what the heck, you know, and so they were like so scared and they ran away. <laughs> uh, so I was like, wow, okay now, so you are the hero for today. So you know, like, he has been learning on me for like, I think, uh, two months from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because like the exercise that we did in class is not really onto uh, the whole forms yet as for him, because it's only two months. So they're just going to some foundation basics on how to stand, on how to punch, mm -hmm, and, you know, mm -hmm, how to react, mm -hmm. and this and that. So that, that's why it kind of like trigger on this end, just a blah, this out for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that's cool, that's cool. Some, some Rather some, than three and a half years. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it comes out like that. You don't know where it comes out, but it, it just comes out. Yeah, awesome. that's true. Excellent. Okay, Sifu Wong, where can people find you? All right, uh, I can be uh, connected through my website, uh, seatwingchun.com, www.seatwingchun.com, mm -hmm. so I can be connected through there. Yeah, I'll post the email link in the description as well. Yeah, 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 I can be connected through there. So there are some information there, there are some videos that are posted there, and some of the interviews that I posted there as well. Awesome. Can people right. contact you and just ask for advice on how to uh, get in touch with corporations if they want to start maybe working with kids on some advice on uh, on that aspect as well? Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. If I can help, why not? Ah, excellent. Excellent. Right. Awesome. Sifu Wong, it was very, very fun talking. Right. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And uh, yeah, guys. Get in touch with Sifu Wong, see uh, how he's working his magic in uh, the corporations and in, um, in schools. And I would definitely, I, I feel a lot more open to working with, uh, with kids after talking to you and, you know, contributing in that sense uh, a lot. Because Wing Chun is not, Wing Chun is not mine, it's not yours, it's not anyone's, it's just, it's there, right? So it's for yeah. everyone to benefit and, um, and use. Excellent.
Guys, head out to addictedtowingchun.com for some awesome uh, free gifts. And of course, if uh, you are passionate about Wing Chun, but you don't have a school close to you, or maybe your schedule doesn't allow it to, and you want more motivation to train and more support and accountability, definitely check out our online Wing Chun community, which you'll find the link in, uh, in the Addicted to Wing Chun website. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.